0: to the final episode of season five. Wow. So in this episode, we will have a general catch up, see what everyone's training in nutrition looks like. And I think we'll go a little bit into refeeds and diet breaks and also different ways of tracking your nutrition. So Andy's been chasing buffalo. <laughs> It seems, <laughs> that's your cardio these days.
1: That's, that's <laughs> dangerous cardio. Every, like, oh, we haven't fixed the fence for like four days because the fence goes away. Uh, which is probably a, a good thing because, you know, it means I don't have to keep repairing it. Because every time we fix it, the following day was buffalo back in the garden. But the one, literally, the one being, two days ago was the biggest buffalo I've ever seen. And it was hurtling through the garden being chased by the dog. Oh, no, don't get my But it was one that, you know, when we get really big, we start going grey, to old, great. Uh, they're not like black anymore. It's one of my apps. running around the garden one day with life and for a baby buffalo. Like, we didn't ask, it just came in.
0: Oh, okay. Jeez.
1: Um, <laughs> um, I did say
0: to him,
1: it
0: would be nice if yeah. you
1: just please beat your horn. Yeah. Stop Yeah, exactly. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so but yeah, apart from that, it's all been good, you know. It's I, th- I don't know. It's got worse since the Safari rally. So I think normally a buffalo are on the other side of the ranch because of the rally with this side. Yeah. We can't you know? I mean, there's also been ditches dug to stop buffalo crossing certain bits, so we can't. Yeah. I don't think we can get back to where we want to be. So we see my place. See, oh, that's a nice grazing.
0: Yeah, this looks oh. good. <laughs>
1: Yeah, exactly. So those day, my horse is and uh, so he's just come in looking for water as well. Yeah. As it's standing
0: right my up now. Oh shame. So, yeah. Shame. So yeah. how's how's um training and nutrition at the moment? Your how great. many? Yeah, how many weeks out now? It's not. Fun. I am ten weeks out today. Wow. Jeez,
1: uh,
2: you have a lot of time. <laughs> I'm at i
1: that point where I look like i train a little bit now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, when you're off season, and you just don't look like you train. Yeah. And yeah. Like eight weeks is that sort of nice spot. But ten weeks is from getting there, you know, looks mm-hmm. like you know, I'm looking a lot better. Now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good. Um nutrition wise, uh been in a constant deficit, losing weight, lost twenty odd pounds already, so twenty five I think. Well, I don't know. Oh, nice. um so we decided for well, we decided we'd have a refeed forty eight hours you know, because you need that sort of time period to get the hormones to mm-hmm. to get back on, on track, really. Um, so we're having them refeed, but it's only really more carbs. Like I have quite low carbs, yeah. So we've gone from 175 grams of carbohydrates on average to um to 350 for two days.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, more more rice for you.
1: <laughs> Well, that's what I was going to say, it's like, it's not like everyone I tell a leafy oh you got to have a burger, it's like, no, it's like, I'm actually going to add potatoes,
2: yeah, yeah. it's it, it's so I make some air fried chips, stick them on top of the rice, yeah, nice, yeah, I'd do, I'd, I'd go for potatoes, yeah, Well yes, that's it's a good one,
1: it's, it's, changes. it's boiling, like, you know, so yeah. yeah, yeah,
2: and you can, uh, well, when you air fry it, just, it's just a nicer looking option, you you don't feel like you're yeah, almost wasting a potatoes,
1: <laughs> I really love that. I like how, like the only time I'm eating like it's a bit
0: buttery. But well, exactly? Exactly. exactly. But like oh, when yeah.
1: you prep and all, yeah, you got just a big pile of stodgy potato. It's horrible. But air-fried chips, delicious. Or yeah. you know, roast
2: potato. I I always uh, steal clear sweet potatoes when she's cutting, like now, because they she makes them crispy. And well. I know they don't do much for my carbs, but, but they're tasty, so I, I, I always... Well, uh... exactly.
1: that's a little bit it. It's also a bit of a mental rate, having something you want to enjoy. Yeah. I am saying, I thought you were saying some carbs to some HP sauce. You know, yeah. it's not a lot. You know, one serving like 30 grams or whatever I want. And, uh, not that much, but um, 15 grams is one serving. And it's not a lot of carbs, really. No, yeah, I
0: not think uh, it's much.
2: That's an extra. One one twenty five grams. Yeah, that's that's yeah, that's good room to enjoy some potatoes and sauce.
0: So, have you had? Re- have May? you ha- is this? How many refeeds have you had, or is this?
1: This first.
0: First one. Wow. Well,
1: had that since uh, when? When did I start?
0: May. May. Wow. Well, yeah. May. Uh, well, you know, the, it's. Damn, I mean, why. refeeds for those who don't know is just an increase of your calories, generally back up to your maintenance your new maintenance and again from carbs um that's why i like you know and he said you don't go for the burger because that's pretty high in fat
1: yeah i we not some of all my fats today and so, stuff see i'm really yeah my fats are really straightforward i, I add fat back to the food so mm. i have lean meats and then i get a teaspoon of olive oil or m- m- mac nut oil and stick it on the top so i don't want to change that because that's that's simple uh,
2: and then the proteins constant as well. So yeah, no. It's uh, it's like you see, say, like on IG. I know most people are on IG, and uh, you see refeeds and then it's you know, burgers and pizzas and yeah, I it's, think not, it's
0: not cheat meal or whatever yeah. you want to call it. It's it's very strategic.
2: It, it's it's a planned one. Yeah, it's not you know, it's not just a burger. You're like yeah, it's, it's today yeah. yeah, I can that. It's definitely between a cheat
0: meal with
1: a proper refeed. Yeah, I think cheat meals are more mental than they are. They're not better for your, They're not better for your physique. Yeah, the cheat yeah. meal, but the mental break is good for your physique, or can be, especially if you're someone who needs a cheat meal occasionally yeah. because, yeah, you know, what is it's yeah. It just, yeah. can be burnt out,
2: and then yeah, I guess that change in mood and it's you know food, food, food also does well for guys' moods and, you know, you see a food you enjoy and there's that energy and, I guess, happy hormones and you're, you're just happy to, to eat it. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's like you say, cheat meals are just more psychological. Yeah, so there's
1: a place for cheat meals but structured refeeds are probably better. Yeah. They're definitely better for physique if you're in something like prep or you've got a, a short time window because, yeah, there is a lot that could go to a cheat meal. Well, hope. With some of my clients,
0: I, I, I give them up a week
1: off, just like yeah. of calories. even say, enjoy your food, yeah, and don't take a week it. off, because they're not, it's, not a time, it's not a time, you know, they're not trying to lose weight in a short period of time. It's more
0: like a lifestyle. Yeah, no, and I mean, refeeds, there's, there's all sorts of different studies on whether they're very, you know, on whether they're actually effective. Um, and, again, it's generally even one to to three days i would say refeeds are but it is best to do more than one and make it back to back to really increase your carbs which does just help with you know your hormones with with thyroid yeah. particularly for women and um, just bringing that back up i mean if you're it would probably be better to do a full-on diet break if you wanted to really uh like maximize just bring yeah. you know bringing up um, your health markers a bit in terms of yeah hormones and thyroid, and it, it, but yeah a refeed again is also psychological, um, and whatever makes you adherent is is key and like he and says he's been doing this since May this is his first refeed so everyone oh, no, is different geez. some people will have them if, you know every three weeks it's 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 so individual you know the same with with diet breaks. Some some people do two weeks on, one week diet break or three weeks deficit, one week diet break. It's all very individual, but the the research hasn't shown it to be sort of the you know the ultimate in um, like maintaining uh-huh. lean muscle mass and you know preventing metabolic adaptation. Nothing can prevent metabolic adaptation. That is uh-huh. going to happen, but you can mitigate it.
1: No, I think more would is about not running into a show flat as well. Mm. Every so often, increasing with your glycogen stores again. So, because once you are flat, it becomes quite a hard challenge. To, when you're really flat and super lean, it becomes hard to refill be glycogen. Because your body then just wants to, you know, it, it doesn't want to absorb, it, all, but it just goes through you. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And it's hard to, yeah, it's hard to refill. Yeah, because
2: guys assume you, you fill up glycogen in a day or two, especially, I think it's a, Mistake a lot of bodybuilders make, and it's like, Yeah, I'll just cover up for a day and expect to be full on show day. Which some is people
1: can, and that's a problem. We see like some phones do it and it works, yeah. yeah. It's about finding what works for you. I think that's why it's always good to come in quite um, early I and mean, then do a couple of test peak weeks,
2: yeah. And then, so, and then yeah. I guess it also depends if you're. You're natural or not, or if you're using any. Oh,
1: definitely.
2: Any I aids. think, like
1: with me, I think we worked on. We tried to do. Before with Ollie, I've done two different approaches. Yeah. That's, you know, one was to go two days heavy carbs, and one was to do it actually just. Across a week, and across a week, worked better for me.
2: Yeah.
0: Okay. Oh, nice. That's that's interesting. Um. We have lost you, Andy. The buffalo's run over your table. <laughs> <Okay, laughs> <your okay. pimple. laughs> but, you know, again, some people, not so much with refeeds, but diet breaks, which is a week of bringing up your calories to your new maintenance, again, from carbs, find that kind of puts them off, like they get, you know, it, it just sets them back mentally you know, they, they find it really hard to get back into the deficit. So, yeah. I mean, I, I've done a few diet breaks, and it, it is hard. I prefer refeeds, because that's just two days, generally. Ah, you're back, Andy. We are just saying the buffalo ran over your, your cable.
1: <laughs> i on satellite, that's not the issue. Okay. I don't know where do it's like, some
2: But uh, it's also been... Yeah, it's been weird here also. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, I was just saying that some people find diet breaks hard to come back from. Um, Like it just knocks them off track, you know, out of that deficit mindset. You know, and again, it can be a bit of a... uh, Even refeeds, unless you know that, of course, your weight is going to spike because you're eating more carbs. So if you remember from the carb episode... You know you're going to store more water with glycogen. I think it's three grams per gram of of glycogen. So yeah. of course your weight is going to spike, and that can really be a, <laughs> a mental roller coaster for some. But it always comes back down. And um, no, I I, I do yeah. like refeeds. Yeah, and this is why I think people should get better to scale weight. You
1: know, it is it is a biofeedback tool. It's not. You know, the, the biggest biofilm, the big, biggest one is how your body looks. I always say to people,
0: yeah,
1: you know, and I say this to clients, they say, Oh, how do I know when I'm, I'm lean enough? How, how do you feel? Are you, are you happy with the way you look? Mm-hmm. You know, that's, that's not always easy if someone's, you know, has have, have a sort of negative opinion of themselves or, you know, body dysmorphia body issues, but generally, you, you can find the sweet spot where before you're too early, you know, it's not like everyone follows people online and there's so many people, lots of competitors online, and we think that's how you've got to look all the time. Yeah. When in re- realistic terms, is, you know, find what you're happy with, and then, you know, that's when you know, and you start building back up to that. You know? But um, people shouldn't get obsessed. With, you know, I was talking to one client the other week, she went off on holiday to Dubai with her sister, who's pregnant have a week off, just enjoy it, enjoy the body, keep active, put your kids there, follow them around, you know, go to the walk, the Legoland, the walk park, <coughs> enjoy that, you know, enjoy, enjoy your time, know, really. it's not like you're there all the time, so, eat the food, enjoy yourself, it's a break, yes, your weight will go up, but unless you are caning it, because this person under-eating on me anyway, I'm like, you know, if you've got to have 3,500 calorie surplus, put on a pound of body fat, you know, on average. So, realistically, as long as you don't go absolutely nuts and move into the cheesecake factory, you know, you should be alright, you know, yeah, because you're active, you know, yeah. you're, you're being active, you're swimming, you know, you walking around, you're doing some shopping, you know. Yeah.
2: Busy. I think, uh, that's the, those are the two, two main things you do, uh, I guess coaches deal with a lot when it comes to clients. It's the, Protein intake, it's always never too high and using the scale to, I guess, uh, to, how do you say, to gauge your progress and, you know, how you feel, how you, all clients, most clients seem to put all that into the scale, like if if, if my weight is up, you know, it's a bad day, it's, and you, uh, you forget that it, it's, it's, it's just more than that, it's how you feel, you know, mindset, are you enjoying your training, food. Just being nourished, uh, so that's, that's the thing. Those you are
1: enjoying it. Yeah. Are you enjoying where you are? You know, it's just like, and that's the thing. That's why a lot of people, you know, want to lose weight or and muscle. They want to feel, they want to enjoy what they're doing at the same time. They want to have that confidence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you, if you tie yourself to that scale, you're kind of defeating your main objective, like, feeling good and
0: yeah, I mean, my my favorite is when I check in with my clients, who are mostly women, and they'll have a, a refeed or and either, like, weight spikes, but they're like, I, I understand that, you know, it's not bothering me. Or their weight goes down, you know, it's, sometimes that does happen, you know, because you're yeah. reducing, like Andy said earlier, your stress. Um, and if you remember the podcast with Taryn, how stress can really affect you. Um, so it is fascinating and it is always for me so gratifying when yeah. clients can use the scale just as a, you know, to piece the pieces of the puzzle together and it, you know, and just see it as a tool. Um, because I find it as a coach, a very useful tool cause it helps, you know, it helps me kind of see what's going on with them. Um, but I do encourage clients to just be like, okay, my weight went up you know, take a step back and ask why, yeah. Um, and then it's really interesting. And you know, for women, know,
1: women it's really hard anyway. Like, <laughs> scale weight up and down, time of the month, water yeah. tension, stress, family stress. Yeah, this is why I often, yeah, I have a couple of clients who can't send me checking before, so we do, uh, we do a tape measure, yeah, every week on certain body parts, right? repeat measurements, and it's great to see that like the measurements change body weight may not fluctuate massively mm-hmm. and realistically it's like oh, okay so you know there's two sort of waist measurements you know one you know, the widest part and one of like, the narrowest part and you see those change when you know the legs get a little bit stronger and bigger but like when the waist has come in and you're like that's just showing you your body is changing to how you want that to change that is what your goal was you know that's what's happening don't worry so much about the scale we use it I like to use the scale just to see, like, you know, how things like stress affects the scale weight, you know, and over, over time you can then say, like, we know you've had a really busy week at work, whatever, we know historically that your weight will go up one or two pounds when these really things happen. But we know this, so we don't need a panic, it is what it
0: is. Exactly. So, how's uh, your uh, metabolic conditioning yeah. training going?
2: No, oh, geez, I'm done <laughs> with that. Yeah. No, it was a small four-week break, but.
0: Uh, so why why did you decide to do yeah. it?
2: First, it was for psychological purposes, most of all, because i um, um, I've been on uh, push pull legs for about maybe one and a half years, because we did. Uh, yeah. I started with upper lower with um, DiFranco, and then went into. Well, I decided, first of all, decided to take steps back. So I stopped doing um, pro splits, you know, the chest Monday, leg Tuesday, like single body part. So took steps back about two years ago. Started up a lower half the year, then moved to JP Push Pull Legs. And we've been on it for about one and a half years. So changing to the eight by eight uh it was just three three four exercises low volume low weight but it was just just the high volume on the on the compound and for me it was just more psychological than anything first yeah. just to just that break that change um different training trying out different um exercises and yeah just just to get out of the sort of routine but my eating didn't change. It was just the the training. And secondly, I also felt like I was uh, getting to that part where I was I was beat. Like I was pushing myself too hard. And my I I took I I, I do take breaks and deloads, but it just felt like it wasn't enough. So once,
1: once you got stronger, on most of your legs yeah, there comes that point where. You're just bullying yourself through sessions. I've been yeah. there recently. It's like every session's horrible. You finish, you feel like you've been hit by a truck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. By the end of the week, when you get to your rest day, you barely get out, of bed in the morning. Yeah. You know, and that's why you do need to take a step back occasionally. And, you know, like it's hard when you're in my like crap. Yeah. You know, but when you've got a bit of time, you should definitely do that.
2: And, yeah, for me, when when a push day becomes uh like like the same mindset as a leg day where i'm going to the gym and i'm like do i just take yeah. another day break and you know and then you know Claire's is like just do it even if it's a set each you know like a de volume just do a set push and when when it gets there i know like okay now i'm 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 i'm, I'm tired i'm getting tired but after yeah. the rest usually it's better but this time it just felt like i really and i've pushed myself you know even when training jp we worked I strength went up it weight has gone up nicely um did a small recomp and cut with him and the shape is there so so it's not like i wasn't working hard but yeah it was more i'd say more for the psychological part and then just accumulated fatigue and just so you it, change. You
1: know, fatigue. you've got yeah. to listen to your body and it was actually so like you know, last night I was meant to do what was I going to do last night a push session and yeah. I said like, to myself actually I'm just too tired I just want to sleep in the chair but I'm not going to do it because I'm just going to injure myself so I'll, I'll take that as my rest there and move everything around a little bit but because you do have to listen to your body yeah. like, uh, you, know, rest, you get injured when you don't you're going to you know beat yourself up, then go into the gym tired, or with yeah. a lot of fatigue, a lot of cortisol building up, so, you know, your central nervous system's on his last legs. Uh, that was a bit dramatic,
2: but, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But, yeah, it, it was good, and uh, the 8 by 8 was clear as idea, because it, it, it was a point where I was going to take a month off and just be like, you know what, I'm, like, take a month off, stick to maintenance, but she's like, yeah, just... Do an eight by eight, and then two, one, two accessories. Uh, I was feeling like I could get a bit fitter, you know, lighter fitter. But
0: that—that's um, also a point of doing sort of a metabolic uh, yeah. block. You're training different systems, yeah, and so yeah, it's you know it it they all they all carry over and help each other. So if you do a sort of metabolic block, it will help with your strength training because your body is just more efficient. Um, you know, at making, regenerating ATP. So that that's kind of the, the sort of thought process behind that, as well as the psychological. And eight by eight is brutal. Yeah. So that it's it's eight reps, eight sets with only a 45-second break.
2: Yeah, which I started off wrong. Yeah,
1: it's a cardio weights.
0: Yeah, yeah but it is, it is. It but is. I,
2: I started it wrong because yeah. I was used to, you know, high-intensity... Uh, yeah. RP nine and you know onwards, so. But well, I used a lot of German volume training, yeah, 10, yeah,
1: ten by ten. But yeah. so that is high, that's like high intensity as well. Oh, it's yeah, good. but
2: she she yeah, hadn't you. told me it's forty five seconds rest. I did. All right, maybe it just went over. So I and I'm like, I put,
0: <laughs> start.
2: Yeah, I. Like, yeah, start I've,
0: with <laughs> a weight that you could do twelve <laughs> reps with. That's how you do it. And you know you know, cause the like, first I set is easy. Like, it's oh, is easy. It's just eight.
2: Of eight. Oh, my gosh. By three, I was, I decided to change the program on the first week and uh, made it like a descending set because I'd already messed up because <laughs> the weight was too heavy. Third set, I'm like this, this. And it's like we say, it's very psychological. And it's like I'm like 80. I, like 80 is killing me with the 45 seconds rest. But now it means I have to go lower. And by the time I was finishing, I... I was doing a seventies, sixty-eight to seventy, and I'm like for what? For the eight by eight reps and getting mm-hmm. of the press, like just a it's a press. So
1: you just find numbers out there because
2: it's up.
0: Yeah, just you know bicep curl.
2: Yeah, I'm assuming everyone. I'm assuming everyone follows my Instagram. Sorry, but yeah, it's um, it it was humbling to to do almost uh, what. 40 40 30 percent of what i'm usually used to doing and it was it was challenging it was good so
0: yeah and you don't need to do it for weeks and weeks okay? I like three three four weeks of that kind of training because it is it's also hard yeah <laughs> um and wouldn't recommend that if you're in a cut <laughs> you know i think no. you're you're you need like we were saying in the cardio episode like that kind of training you need um, You know your calories Your carbs fuel. to be up there You need your fuel Because otherwise You will definitely run out And the whole point is To improve your efficiency It's not
1: It's yeah, not yeah, It's yeah, not
0: yeah. for uh, I mean you actually did lose Did lose weight Because it is
2: Yeah I did, Not um, that you were
0: trying No
2: yeah but Just usual recomp And then uh, Since soft season I, yeah. I still enjoy my Bit of my chocolate And like it wasn't My My nutrition was still there But it's not like I was really trying to cut or but, but it yeah. it it just felt nicer being slightly fitter and it it, it was just different than I nice, like to a bit more activity, yeah. mm-hmm. a bit better
1: heart thing. Um yeah, I actually did for my cardio, because I made some touch rugby on Thursday instead and it's quite oh, nice, nice welcome change. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's something like I enjoy them actually decent at, so it's like, you know, um, so you don't even notice it, like,
2: you know, yeah. really, really, much burn the load of calories and Win-win. Yeah, but after this week, I'm going back to getting killed by clear. well, after next week, taking a week rest and then back to push full legs with the, the program I've been on with JP and just, just slightly different exercise selection, but
1: yeah. Yeah, just yeah, keep a
0: movement pattern and then just change your uh, legs. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I'm I'm still going with the push pull legs. I because I didn't do it as long as Leon before. I'm still, um, you know, I can s- still push it, not feeling that fatigue. Um, and yeah. so this is this is week two of my deficit, and I think I'm gonna have to <laughs> cut my calories because my weight is just is still plateauing there. And it just shows that last time I started my deficit, my weight just went down. And that was having spent a whole year out of a deficit. And um, Taryn did a great post the other day that I don't think anyone wants to hear is, however long you spent in the deficit, you should spend double that time yeah. out of it. And it is true. Like, I've only been out of it since February. And I can see that it's not as easy as the last time where I was out of a deficit for a year. Um I was hoping I could you know uh, <laughs> you know lose some weight on higher calories because I'm still on two thousand, which is pretty good um, but it will have to go down but i I just think that you know even the even the clients I work with like I always say i'd like I'd love you to be out of a deficit for six months i mean but for some people that's pushing it, but you know if that is the ultimate you know double the time out than you are in always. I always
1: say this. Like I'm a big fan of like you know, you should do most of your year in a deficit. Uh, in a surplus. Out of uh, deficit. Sorry, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> um, a lot. Why, what? Um, no, so yeah, that's pretty cancelled to get your glucose to the brain. But no idea um, yeah, you say you want to be in a uh, surplus most of your year. So you split your year into quarters. You do quarter, yes. quarter, you know, Unless you've got a competition, then you know maybe you then need to take a year off, almost after that competition to grow.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but most people like you know it's you know you stick a year into quarters, you do quarter in a deficit, three quarters of it's in a surplus. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, you, know, you throw different breaks in there to stop it from getting too too monotonous. But you know, but even that uh, you know a tidier comes into that, you know, a mini-cut, unless it's a real, true mini-cut, mm-hmm. you know, which you're not looking to get super lean, you know, I'd say, you know, generally, if you if you are someone who's been in a deficit for five months, you need to take the next year to, to grow. You may have a mini-cut in there, but generally, you want your body getting all those calories again.
0: Exactly, and I mean, my plan was always to do two fat loss phases, and I mean, but I took a longer break in between, which was good, but it definitely shows, so when I finish this phase, it'll be at least a year, um, at maintenance, and it's, it's, it's really, really important to do that, um, and yeah, That's I mean, we all go on about I mean, yeah, it doesn't mean spend
1: the rest of the year completely so much, you go up to our maintenance, you work up a month, two months, maybe... Yeah, you know, I mean, and slowly edge it up, or yeah, you, know, you you bring it up, maintenance for a few weeks, edge it up, and bring it back down to maintenance, edge it up, bring it back down to maintenance, new maintenance. We use it like a staircase that muscle, without getting too, you know, getting
0: too um, carrying too much body fat. <laughs> a lion? No, it's not a lion. It's the monkeys. <laughs> but
2: yeah, maintenance is is a it's a good place to be because I just yeah. been doing like maintenance in a range for the past few months and i'm not looking to like bulk anytime soon or even if it's a cut maybe a mini cut because with this year being the way it is and corona uh, competition i'm I'm just like nah mate, i'll save it for because we yeah. travel now you don't know if you're on the red list with whatever country so i'm just enjoying maintenance and it's it's like uh i guess we always say ma- it's a really nice place to be and as long as you're able to stick to your nutrition you know the 80 20 mindset i guess and it's I love it's, the a really... cause it's a
1: good amount of calories like for me so it's you know about 3100 ish mm. you know because i'm keeping the steps in and
0: that's nice it's a nice amount of calories it's
1: yeah. not <laughs> it's not crazy, you know, it's not the 3,500 3,700 what you know, do myself I've seen from four thousand, you know. Yeah. So food's not too bad. At uh, three thousand, I can nicely coast along, it's a nice amount of food for well, it's yeah, nice
0: because you still feel hungry and like you're still enjoying <laughs> food, whereas in the surplus, sometimes you're just like ah. Yeah, i oh,
2: yeah. each
1: meal takes you four or five minutes to
2: eat. And oh. there's still progress in training, so it's not it's it's, it's a nice place to be for sure. Maintenance
1: is underrated,
0: but it it's really great and like Andy and I were just discussing briefly before the podcast how you know maintenance or even if you are in a deficit, you know you don't have to be tracking on your. My fitness pal, or chronometer, or whatever you use religiously, you know, because you do need a break from that as well. And because um, a lot of people are like, "Oh, this is so tedious," like, you know, Andy's in a deficit and he doesn't track every day. He doesn't no. log every day, rather. So I maybe mean, no, Andy, no, take, take, take take us through how you do it.
1: Yeah, so I tend to, I tend to keep to. Same meals, so for me it's easy. So when my calories change, I plan out my, my meals and I'll, I'll, I'll log those. And I go, okay, so that is my low day, that's my higher day, whatever it may be. Then I will just keep to those. Yeah, I know what those meals are, so when it comes to eating, I eat those meals and I, so don't, I don't need to log every day. I just go, eat the same thing cause it's just easier. Yeah. So today is going to be the first time I've logged in weeks. 'Cause we've made more lower diet. So we have Ace.
2: Internet is bad. Ace. Um so
1: I know all those calories now, so I know what to eat, and exactly there's that portions. And mainly it's like rice that changes, the quantity of rice, nothing else changes. <laughs> um so today I won't log because I'll have to think I'll plug those most meals 'cause I've already saved the life fitness pal. Yeah. In the same meals, we add, add yeah, white potatoes and adjust the quantities to yeah. it and that little spark, three fifty, and then H.P. source. But that's the thing, you know, I, I you know, if you're someone who likes variety of food and you're willing to chop and change, then you you need to log every day. Maybe yeah. so you're someone who will eat the same food on different day, you don't even have to have the same food every day. But like I said to you, like when you're a kid, your parents always had a certain day, like you know, Sunday roast day. And, yeah. You know, your breakfast, my breakfast growing up was always the same thing, always. I, mean, I, I seldom, you know, changed it. So, you know, people can handle having the same breakfast. It's just like just like their main meal, Their dinner, yeah. To, 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 I mean, that's okay. But just know what well, it is that uh, yeah, do it for a few weeks, couple of weeks so, and okay. go, right, like, so on that day I'm gonna have this meal. On Tuesday I'm gonna have this meal, on Wednesday I'm gonna have this meal, Thursday I'm gonna have this meal for my And then save them on my fitness app. And then once you know, you just keep that same pattern. Yeah. I'm
2: change the there, yeah, every the same everything is saved and uh it it rarely changes. The rice is the rice. It's it's the same way you say. It's like I even have my like like bulk menu sort of thing and uh, cut. So depending on uh, what point I am in, I I just I just go and click 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 and add the meals for the day. And That's I, why people
1: I tell people to use the recipes. so are like, oh, yes. oh, yeah, my wife's gonna cook cook some food or my mom or whatever it may be. Yeah, okay, go sit in the kitchen while we're cooking and love them. Of the ingredients and say, how many people is this going to feed? I mean, you do just a certain amount of servings. So you just build the recipe to the my right fitness mouth. Then, you know, it becomes simple later because you have the same foods. You go, oh, yeah, I've already got that. Because here's the thing if someone cooks something, they cook it the same way nearly every single time. They mm. rarely need to go, oh, I'm just going to try something different today. Right. <laughs> recipe. Once they've got that recipe, they know it's good, they keep to it. So they just find out what's in
0: it. I mean, it's, it's you know, when you start tracking, it's all very daunting, but it actually doesn't have to take that much time. You just need to do a bit of planning in the beginning and, you know, create your sort of favourite meals in MyFitnessPal. Because you generally, like we all said, you eat the same combination of 150 grams of chicken and, you know, 200 grams of rice. Um, so it doesn't have to be complicated at all or time-consuming. You know, like, for me, it literally does not take, you know time at all, but when you are starting it is important to to plan ahead. Um, you know, track for a couple of weeks and then if you are a creature of habit, you know, you know what you're kind of eating and you know that's where you want to be. And again in maintenance that's a great place to take a break from it. Um I quite like to track <laughs> in a surplus just to make sure. Yeah. Um <laughs> eating enough. Um <laughs> I was
1: eating enough, yet. yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that can often be a struggle for a lot of people is, you know, try to make sure you're eating enough. Look, um, I was
1: talking to a friend this week who I've just... Alfred, the guy I used to coach back years ago when we used to work together. And so he said that he was at his fitness ex we'd go to the gym together, we'd go do sprint training together, even convinced him to play rugby games. destroyed his knee. But... Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> well, so when I was going through it, I was like, What interest you have? He goes, Well let me, but you know all about that <laughs> um, But but no, so we we're talking, he goes, He's never had to track anything. I said, like oh, this week you're not gonna start. This week he's away on work. I said, Just play with my fitness pal track some of your meals that you're eating, have a play so you can start understanding it. He goes, Yeah, when you get home and you're with, you know, your wife Nicola, or his partner, uh, say to her, you know, she cooks, say, all right, what are the ingredients? Let's log it early, you know? And it is relatively straightforward, but I always encourage people before they start on the training program, spend the week just playing on my fitness app, track a couple of meals, you know, and see that it's actually not that hard. It seems a lot more daunting, especially when you first get... um, you open it and there's like several different types of chicken to choose word, like, yep. and Like in. And i mean being clear about this conversation like USAD is, you know, USDA or whatever USA, is yeah. one of the best for like things because it's pretty set. Like, you know. But also, I, I tend to go to like with the British supermarkets because mm-hmm. the legislation in the UK on, on what should go on the label is quite strict. So, things like beef, mints, or chicken breast, I use Tesco's chicken breast as my go-to for a chicken breast. Yeah. Like, you know, Walk in the chicken breast. Mm-hmm. Like Tesco's. You, you know. Yeah, yeah. Like
2: hidden there. yeah but track, tracking is amazing because even uh, with with clients now who decide to sort of do it, after a while you realize they, they just do it. it. It's second nature because one client was like, it just feels like that message you're replying to when you text a friend because it's quick. It's, you just know your eyes, yeah. like, your eyes. Like it just becomes second nature, but yeah, it's at first. Yeah, yeah. Because at Easy. first it does seem like what the hell you're just seeing food, yeah. calories, exercise, uh, diary, and but once once they get it, is it's just it feels like you, you know you copy
1: days previous days. Yeah. Previous oh, yeah. days previous days. But um, you know, it's it's that thing. It's like yeah. It looks more daunting than it is. And, and if it fits your macros, it gets a bad breath because people have done it wrong so much. You know, it's not a case of trying to shoot all things in. Occasionally, it's nice to have something. You know, I, I've got a, an image saved on my phone. It's every calories in uh, Krispy Kreme donuts and all the different Krispy Kreme donuts, and all the different calories are. So I've got that on my phone. <laughs> you know, it just as not get saying, of interest. Yeah. Uh, because... But like, that's the thing, is like, you, you know, I I keep my food simple because I want my protein number to be protein from protein my sources. animal sources, mm-hmm. like my my chicken. I'm not worried about the protein found in oats. Yeah. It doesn't, but, you know, that's not, my protein always appears a little low my food now because mm-hmm. it does take into consideration those things. But my main focus is making sure I hit my protein number on the Chicken, beef, or fish, whatever. Because, you know, and then mixing out. out, it it's a good way just to understand what you are consuming. I think if official macros it doesn't work because people are eating pizzas and considering the protein in the, the cheese and the pizza, that is protein, but like things like we've said before in the protein episode, vegetarian sources of protein have to be combined in a certain way to get enough amino acids. So just because it says it's 10 grams of protein, that's not 10 grams of available muscle-building
0: protein. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, I mean, you know, tips when you are using MyFitnessPal is, you know, plan your protein in first. And like Andy yes. said, like, that's what I'll do. So my protein right now is 160 grams. So I'll put in my my meat or my whey until i hit that. Then it'll go over because I'm adding in things like oats and nut butter but, you know, we just said those aren't bioavailable. So plan your protein in first, then add in. After I do that, I add in my non-negotiable. So I always have hot chocolate. I don't care. That goes in. Yeah. That yeah. goes in. Um, and then I plan my carbs and fats around that. You know, and if you do that, you can't go wrong. Yeah, it's famous uh, words. a famous last year. So I was going to say, saying kind we're of planning in a week, if
1: you've got non-negotiable activity, like being like dinner with mates, and if you're doing your own planning of what calories you need a week, put that into my fitness pal first. Yeah. See what calories that come to. Then go, right, so for me to lose weight this week, I've got to be in a surplus of 3,500 calories, say, to lose a pound. So if you put that in, then you work out your other days. So over the course of the week, you know your, your calories, your total calories, are going to be, you know, deficit. So I think those non-negotiables, be it a glass of wine, a good getting get in there early, be it like a
0: real out. if you look at the week as a whole. Yeah. yeah. And we, you know, always remember, like, so many people compare their sort of fat loss phase to bodybuilders, and it's, you know, if you're not prepping for a competition or a photo shoot, you don't have to be that strict. You know, you can yeah, put... In yeah. those... It's not a race. Yeah. It's not a race. That's yeah.
1: what I, mean, I sort of try to tell people. It. It's not... People think it should be a race because they see it's a race, but also when they take on coaching, I mean, a lot of people take on coaching with a short-term mindset, yeah. thinking, right, going we do it for 12 weeks, do some way, then it's all going to be good, and we'll do whatever. But the realistic thing is, those first few months of coaching is actually about learning good habits, it's yep. about getting into the habits, and you know... Then you, you finish it for twelve weeks, and that's when you really start to get things more interesting. Your programs start get more interesting because you learn you're starting to learn the basics now. You get those foundations, so there's a bit more play from the coach you put in to make it a bit more interesting.
2: Yeah, because uh, every <laughs> it's like every time either Cleo or I put uh, food on Instagram, the question I get is like how do you guys eat so much protein in in, in a day and I think you guys have explained it very well it's you know your bioavailable sources meats and whey plus other you know fats and carb sources which have protein because I I, I get guys worried they're like 270 250 grams 300 of protein how do you do that and (laughs) that that's a very good explanation for most guys who yeah worry about uh, hitting protein goals and I guess from the protein episode we, we talked about it's you know there's protein that goes into muscle building and protein that goes into life so if you're if you're eating less you'll, you'll find you're not making the most of uh, the protein you eat in a day
1: yeah, and I think a lot of people don't even eat enough protein to, to be healthy yeah mm-hmm. you know it's not like you know it's, it's kind of crazy where I know probably people that two hundred pound don't eat seventy grams of protein. And you know, it's, like people who busy jobs, so we don't eat all day and then that. You know, burger and fries for dinner. But actually, I was, I was eating something yesterday. Do you know how much protein in uh, a McDonald's chicken uh, chicken nugget per nugget? Three 4. grams. 4. 6 grams of protein. Oh, 6.
2: Is <laughs> that even chicken? What is it? So <laughs> it's it's just You're a low. it's a ball of really fat.
1: Low. Wow. So that made me think. Right, so I hit a good protein amount for a meal. I was eating about forty nuggets.
0: Yeah, oh, jeez, that's insane.
2: <laughs> and your heart will be complaining after that if you oh, do yeah, that yeah. daily. <laughs> Going the calories. Wow. That's like yeah. So you even get like
1: twenty grams of protein. Jeez. You're gonna be eating like thirty nuggets.
2: But it's true. Uh, what you said. I think a lot of people see protein and think muscle. They forget, you know, brain, life.
1: Uh, oh yeah, more cells. muscle a, yeah, yeah. It's the
2: last thing your body is thinking about is muscle. It's everything else recover and then the what whatever small percentage goes into muscle building. Yeah. So it's like you say and people
1: have get hungry. You know, they don't realize. And we talked about this in the protein episode. That, yeah. Protein starts to digest because the microbes are so much bigger than that's carbohydrates, which means you're satiated. You feel fuller for longer, yeah. You know? That's why I always say to people: it's not even just about maintaining muscle or cell health, but you also want to feel fuller. Yeah. You don't want to be hungry, you know. Yeah. And there's nothing worse than that, you know. And I've been there, you know, where you, you know, maybe out on exercising, you're eating like you know whatever's in your pack, and you know you hammer down a Yorkie bar to keep yourself going, or Miles Bar or saying. But we're in miniature, you're actually hungrier than when you started. <laughs> 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 treat <laughs> <True. laughs> <True. laughs> <laughs> especially with me, that's how you know, in the in the place was a classic, you go out and you'd be so busy dealing with an incident or a situation. You wouldn't eat and then if hours later, you go, I'm gonna eat now. And you go to say, whatever's open or right. well, we used to go to um, a sandwich wall or a chissory section just by lunch pieces of chicken, like you know, chicken wings or thighs or something, and some edges. but I would then get hungrier and then you end up eating more, yeah. and then it, you go, I'm still hungry, you am going to get some, get this,
2: get that, you know? Yeah, like last night I was hungry and couldn't be bothered to eat, so it's where whey protein is always a winner, and...
1: whey way you know is, I would <laughs> say the best snack you can have is protein porridge. Because like you know when you make it and especially if you make it thicker, it makes you feel fuller. And it's like some sort of weird magic. It's not like you know. I always think that it's a bit more you know liquid in there. You know, you eat it, and it doesn't make you feel. But when you get it through sort of stodgy protein porridge, which tastes nice because of the flavour of the protein, yeah. some berries or maybe a bit of like yeah. chocolate, that makes you, that feels a whole lovely and it's got everything you need in there.
2: Yeah, 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 true. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, it's just important to try and eat consistently throughout the day to avoid mm-hmm. that kind of, you know, eating nothing for hours and hours and hours and then feeling absolutely ravenous. And, mm-hmm. you know, that's part of the basics. And literally, if you ask most people, they're not, they're not getting that down. Um, so it's like, work on those no. first. That's <laughs> the thing.
1: People are so busy, it's like, yeah. This is something I always say, if you are busy... You need to set alarms on your phone to watch yourself to eat because what's going to happen is you're just going to get yourself. Why? Well, you're just. not going to eat enough. And it's almost impossible for them to eat enough in a day. And I always find this. It's true with uh, parents, stay-at-home parents who have kids, because mm. as a parent, your kids' needs always come first. Mm. And I'll always eat after I make sure cars has had enough or has food. So, like on weekends when there's no staff around, uh, yeah. I'll, I'll make their food, then I'll make my food. But for some people, there's a, yeah, we do that, we make the kids food, we make go to sort of washing out, or we, we do that. And then they actually put themselves so far down the list that, you know, they're, they're just not eating. You know? And then they're trying to cram food in to the tiny window of opportunity, and it becomes what snacky food can I get down as so I watch a bit of TV in the evening when the kids are gone for dinner? Yeah. yeah. Washed yeah. over a glass of wine, which is, I would say, if you would like a glass of wine and I asked fine. You pull it into the plan, as in, mm-hmm. that is one of the non negotiables you need to track first. Yeah. But, as we know with alcohol, especially wine, you know, there's carbs and then there's those hollow alcohol calories of seven calories per gram, you know. So, bear that in mind. But, you know, I, I think their own parents are the worst for getting enough food, especially when we've got young kids. If kids aren't in school or whatever, you know, you run around after their kids, their activity levels are high. You know, wow. my mum used to be stacked. I always look back at my mum. And, like, you know, she always had good arm muscles because she was always picking up picking arms she had four <laughs> kids. So, you yeah, know, things to do. And, anyway, so, you yeah, know, that's what happens. But you've got to eat enough to... To, keep to make sure you're not gonna make yourself ill yeah. or you're just not
0: gonna Yeah, I think know, that is the most body. most common thing. People are like, Oh, I'm too busy, but you know, your your health is a priority over your work. <laughs> it can fit Definitely. in it can fit in, you just have to find time. Like everybody has the right to ten minutes to eat your meal, you know? If
1: <laughs> this is what I try to explain to people, I am like possibly one of the busiest people alive. Recently, like I've taken this new job, I've been writing reports like the other days finish it at 1am but, but I still and even when I go to meetings I have my little cab bag my little food holder and they've got used to me cracking open the meal mid like meeting like yeah we'd be at, like I think first Thursday I'm like alright Sam I'm just use your microwave sit there and we're talking the business stuff
0: I'll, I'll always eat so that I've got to eat yeah, and everyone kind not of, like, oh that sounded like I internet <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, it's it. They, that. that should be yeah. normalised, you know. Yeah. It's 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 the same with counting and tracking your macros. People are like, oh, that's so obsessive. But you're like, why is that seen as a bad thing? Whereas going out and eating junk food every day is a you know it's okay. acceptable. It's like <laughs> I leave whenever I leave a
1: house. I pack my cooler bag, regardless of how long I'm going to be, just in case I get stuck. You know, yeah. car breaks down. Yeah you know, you get caught in traffic. I always make sure I've got some meals with me just mm. in case. And even if I then come home with them, and I eat them out of the tupperware at home, that's fine. Yeah. It doesn't bother me, you know?
2: It's already been prepped and planned.
0: Yeah, exactly.
2: But yeah, I guess I guess people forget that you don't eat, you don't take care of yourself, then you get ill or uh, you can't do the same things you were saying you're too busy
1: mm-hmm. and
2: then yeah it, it just becomes like a cycle so you're you're always too busy then you fall sick you get well you're too busy again yeah. don't take care of yourself fall sick so it's uh, you have to take care of yourself even uh, even if you're too busy your meals, meals are important your your body needs them
0: yep well i hope everyone has enjoyed this season we had some great guest speakers, and I really enjoyed our macronutrients one. Yeah. And can't believe it's the end of season five, but we will be we will be back with season six. Oh my goodness! Yeah. In in a couple of weeks. So as always, thank you so much for your support, and we always welcome any suggestions or speakers, anybody you'd like us to interview, or any topics that you would like us to discuss. Do send them to us on our IG, DMs, or, you know, your platform of choice.
2: Yeah, yeah, like, share, review, comment. What's the other one?
0: Yeah,
1: do uh, all that. All, all <laughs> those things, All that yeah. good stuff. like, comment, emails.
0: Yeah, yeah. 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 We, we will see you in season six.